if it scares the hell out of you, that's telling you this is the right decision because the, the fear and the unknown is the growth you're going to get. This is Hospitality One to One, conversations on the industry. Here's your host, Chris Bettis. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Hospitality One-to-One podcast, Conversations on the Industry. Today, we'll be speaking with Christine Trippi, CEO of The Wise Pineapple and author of Yes is the Answer. But first, a word about HospitalityOneToOne.com. That's Hospitality, the numbers one com. It is the new home for the Hospitality One-to-One podcast and also features the Heart of Hospitality blog, which offers fresh perspectives and takeaways from those in the trenches of the hospitality industry. To read more, just visit www.hospitality1to1.com. That's www.hospitality1to1.com. Now on to today's guest. Christine Trippi has a storied hospitality background with roles as front office manager, director of guest and crew member experience, general manager, and senior manager of operations for Marriott International. Most recently, Christine founded her own company called The Wise Pineapple, which focuses on keynotes, leadership trainings, and workshops for hospitality professionals. She is also the author of Yes is the Answer, a book that talks about how positivity, passion, and pineapples will transform your leadership and your life. Christine talks about her passion for the industry and offers some valuable takeaways that anyone in the hospitality industry can use right now. Here now is Christine Trippi. Christine, again, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. We are excited too. So, I mean, I, I guess, first of all, let's, let's look at your background here. Um, yes is the answer. What is that? <laughs> that is my new book. Uh, I guess I can still call it new. It, it's, it'll be a year that I published in August. Um, and it's also my philosophy in life. Say yes to life. Um, however, being in um, hospitality for my entire life, uh, I've been in hotels for 33 years. Um, I have a whole long story, uh, a, not a long story, but I have a story in the book of how it all came to be. But it's my four-step approach to always say yes and to empower your associates. I know that um, when we have to say things like, no, I'm sorry, unfortunately, you just shrink in your confidence. And I want all of my leaders on my team and across the world, really, to be able to always stand tall, be confident, lead from the heart, and deliver that yes answer to even those hardest, hardest questions. So I, I guess with that being said here, how did you come to this, this conclusion? And I guess the second part, not to take up too much out of your book, but there are times when a no is required, if you will. <laughs> uh, you know, if you're if the hotel is booked up, for example, or if they don't have that item on the menu, or you know, the or that that food is no longer in stock anymore. 
So a no is required there. How do you still generate a yes in that case? I love that question because I do have a lot of non-believers. But when you read the book, you will see you truly can always give a yes answer. So there are four steps, and the book takes you through four steps. And the great thing about this book is I know with all the competing distractions in our life today that it, it's hard to get focused and sit down and read a book. It's a little snack of a book. It's going to take you through my four steps to always say yes and that main message and, and how to change the world one yes at a time. Those are the two main messages. So you can get through it literally on a flight, um, on a uh, road trip, uh, really quick, you know, within about uh, and two hour time frame. So that's really great about it. Now, uh, your question, let's just say, for example, I, well, let me give you the first step. The first step in yes is the answer is to make friends first. We are often so caught up in the anxiety of that no question that just came at us. And we're afraid of that confrontation that we just shoot out. No, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, the law states, <laughs> and we don't build a relationship and we don't show them that we, we care from our heart. So the first step, and this is, it seems ridiculously easy and simple. However, this is the number one thing that we miss on is that we just go right into, oh no, I'm sorry, unfortunately not. Instead of saying, thank you so much for asking. That could be a simple make friends first. Um, this is a great one. Uh, this, if you're in hospitality out there, you have had this happen. This is one of my favorite ones. Um, I give a lot of real life examples of hard no questions that we get every day. And I show you how you can turn it around. So one of them is, um, and I'm flipping my hair as I, <laughs> I do this, <laughs> is the guest says, um, I'm a platinum member. Don't I get free breakfast? <laughs> and I hear you laughing because you get it. And I'm yep, sure yep, the listeners yeah. are going, yeah, I've been there, done that. And I know that inquiry all too well. Yes, exactly. So first and foremost, everybody stop, take a breath. You immediately want to just shrink in your confidence and be like, oh, crap. No, we don't. <laughs> Breakfast isn't included. But stop, take a breath, stand tall, lead from the heart. And, and first, you, he just told you that he's a platinum member. So I'm going to ask you guys, what's the first way you can make friends first? Uh, name exchange? Yeah, that's perfect, too. One, if you know their name, use their name. But he just told you he's platinum. Right. So what does so he that, want? He wants special service of some kind. And recognition for that yeah. status. I, right. I am loyal to you. I want you to recognize that. That's what's really behind that I'm platinum statement. So the first thing you could do is say, thank you so much for being a platinum elite member. Your loyalty means so much to us. Ooh. Okay. Didn't everybody just like go, ah, that was nice. <laughs> uh, and now when you just build friends like that, it's going to be a lot harder to yell at you. <laughs> Sure, sure. Right, true or true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's where you begin. You start with make friends first, and then I'll tell you the second step is to tell them what you can do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you what this might sound like. So, thank you so much for being a platinum elite member. It means so much to us. 
And then I might go into the um, what you can do. With your Platinum Elite status, you get 500 extra points at check-in and a Starbucks item. I'm just pulling this out here. I'm thinking court. Sure. I'm thinking courtyard. <laughs> and a Starbucks sure. item. However, I can place breakfast right on your room for you. Which works best for you? Now, this is a beautiful interaction where you're appreciating that guest. You're pointing out what they do get. You're pointing out what you can do. You're putting them in control by asking them, you know, which, which works best for you. And they get to be that decider. Um, and you, the whole time, don't have to shrink and sound snivelly and get low in your voice because <laughs> that's what happens to us. You can stand tall, be empowered and lead from the heart. And maybe it might be a situation where you are like, you know what, you go through that scenario, but today I'm, I'm looking to wow somebody and I just picked you and I'm gonna offer you a complimentary breakfast today. This is a special treat for me. <laughs> you know, you if you are a great leader, you're empowering your teams to do these types of things. Um, but again, you always wanna, um, oftentimes we do a freebie to get out of an uncomfortable situation and yep. we're not articulating the added value. You want them right. to know that this isn't because you're platinum. This is because I want to do something special for someone today and I picked you. <laughs> so I hope that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Yeah. You uh, know, I've got, I, I I've got a really good one I want to share with you really quickly. Just uh, quickly. Um, when I opened up Keelan Cove Water Resort, uh, there were water slides that you had to be a certain size to go on the slide. And uh, so we'd have parents all the time saying, oh, my kid can do this, or, you know, all of that. But that was the, the, the rule, and we wanted to keep people safe. That's our number one priority. So what we did was is we created that yes answer. You, and here's the, the main strategy of yes is the answer. It's understanding what are your hard no's. What are the questions you have to say no, I'm sorry, unfortunately, to every day? When I'm working with uh, um, companies and organizations and leaders, I say, okay, here's your homework. I just did this with a spa the other day uh, or uh, last month that um, she, she's like, I'm like, what are your hard no's? She says, uh, what do you mean? And I said, this weekend, here's your homework. I want you to listen to every time you or any of your associates, your leaders around you have to say, say, I'm sorry, unfortunately, or no. And I want you to write that down. You are, are, are knowing yourself to death and you don't even realize it. So that's when you get the awareness. Now that you have the awareness of all those reoccurring hard no's, now you get proactive. How do we turn this into a yes? So the one at the water park, we, we would get constantly parents that want their too short child, too young of a child to go down the water slide. So we would say, um, uh, here, here are the options that you have. Instead of telling, no, you can't go on this one. Here are the slides you have. Those so we're starting there first after making friends first, telling them what they can do. Then if you get that real pressure, nope, I want to go. I want my kid to go on this. He's fine. He's tough. Say, okay, Absolutely. You can either choose these slides to go on, or if you'd like to um, have your child go down this slide, we have a waiver you need to sign. And, and then we give them the waiver. And on the waiver, we've got a little kid in a cast <laughs> who went down before their time. <laughs> so, you know, choice is yours. Sure. <laughs>
I mean, <laughs> so that was just one of those creative ways. And honestly, sure. it prevented everybody from doing it. I think we might have had one or two, and that was fine. They signed a waiver, and it was fine. But yeah. um, but that's how no, we did that. <laughs> I can only imagine the parents' reaction when they see the uh, the picture of the child in the cast. Like, um, maybe this isn't a good that's, idea. Yeah, instantly disarming at that point. And right. we're going to walk away now. Exactly. Yeah. But again, the associate still gets to be the hero, still gets to be that service provider. I'm not telling you no. I'm putting you in control, and now you're deciding to say, you know what, these slides, these will be great. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's a great way to frame it. Right, um, right. I, I love the, the correlation that you put together there between uh, confidence as a service provider and your ability to say yes as opposed to no and, and mm -hmm. how those two relate and link up. Absolutely. Um, and just to back up, the Wise Pineapple, my company, uh, everything I do revolves around that. And it's really guided to with from the pineapple, the symbol of hospitality. So the pineapple poem goes, stand tall, wear a crown, and be sweet on the inside. And that's what I do with all of my training. I want associates to stand tall, be confident, to wear your crown, and be empowered. And to be sweet on the inside and lead from the heart. So every workshop, every consulting, everything I do is wrapped around sharing with how leaders, organizations, and companies can be confident, empowered, and, and have heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. Cool. Um, you're, you know, as I said before, your energy is just so positive and infectious. I'm sure that everybody that walks out of the seminars and everything is just ready to take on any kind of issue. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> right. right. And you boys are getting me after like about 88 days in home isolation. So I am ripped. <laughs> you're, so you're in rare form. Well, let me ask you. So let's talk about your background here sure. for a moment. Because, I mean, obviously... Yeah, as you as you alluded to, you are the CEO of the Wise Pineapple, and I love the the poem, if you will. But this actually tops off a career that includes working at with Hampton as guest service supervisor, front office manager of Marriott, and then you have extensive Marriott experience uh, again, working at a courtyard, uh, working as senior man of operations with Marriott Select Brands. Kind of give me an idea what drew you to hospitality in the first place. Oh, I love talking about this. <laughs> so, and I think this is in the book as well. Um, so I was 17. I was in the high school work program. And I always just thought hotels were so romantic. And coming from uh, a family of five, blue collar, we never went on a vacation. I had never been in a hotel. I had never been on an airplane. I just had this romantic idea of hospitality. And I always, already I was in um, restaurants. I was working at Ponderosa at the time. But I just knew for the work program, I needed to get into something that would supposedly, quote unquote, be um, your career that you wanted to go into. And so hospitality was something, working in a hotel was something I just always romanticized. So I put out a few applications and I ended up getting a position uh, for uh, a van driver slash laundry girl at the Hampton Inn. And now I got to tell you boys, and this is advice that I give. One of the questions I know that you had were going to ask about were, was um, advice to give to people starting in the career. That if yeah. the job scares the hell out of you, 
you know that this is the right thing to do if it aligns with your values. Okay, let's just just put that out there. Um, So I got an offer at Pizza Hut because I applied for a number of different jobs. I got an offer at Pizza Hut, which I knew I could walk in and do with my eyes closed. Um, The uh, Red Roof Inn never called me back. They missed out. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're and then the Hampton Inn called me for this van driver slash laundry girl um, role. Now, I was 17. I just got my license. And they would need me to get a B license to drive an 18-passenger van. I had never even driven on an expressway. And now I'm going to take these, these adult guests' lives in my hands. I was terrified. But I... <laughs> I, I, you don't, you don't know how I angst, had the angst I had over this. And so I was just beside myself, but I wanted it so bad. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. If it's scary. And I didn't know this advice at the time, but I've come to realize this is the advice I give. And I have numbers of examples to, to share with you uh, or to share with anyone about that. But if it scares the hell out of you, that's telling you this is the right decision because the the fear and the unknown is the growth you're going to get you're going to get growth and development and and then it was one year later i for that company graduated high school and in one year i was opening up their next hotel um as the assistant general manager and i just kept going up from there that is amazing it's a it's truly a testament to taking that risk and you know, when you play it safe, uh, safe is great, but you don't usually get anywhere on being safe. So exactly. Comfortable being uncomfortable. as they say. Exactly. You've got to always be making, and you know, it's funny, I'm doing a free three-day course. We're on day two of this course. And uh, today is all about four strategies to get through the fear and kick fear to the curb and say yes to opportunities in life. So um, so it's so relevant. And, and I also have to share with you that today's a very special day for me. <laughs> today is my national day of new beginnings. And uh, it's a long story, so I don't, I don't want to take up our podcast time with this, but I just want you to know that it's it, uh, June 23rd is my day of national new beginnings. And it was this day, in a real short uh, explanation. This day in 2011, my position was eliminated at Keelan Cove Water Resort. And I don't have the time or words right now to tell you the devastation that was for me. It was my baby. I opened that baby and it was mine. <laughs> it was devastating. I thought I would never have a position again, ever, that would allow me that creativity and awesomeness and everything. Well, lo and behold, life didn't end. And I was um, on a plane to headquarters in Marriott um, in 2014. And you know how Facebook has on this day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was looking, I was on the plane and I was on um, uh, the on this day. And the reason why I was on a plane headed to Marriott headquarters is because I won general manager of the year and I was going to meet Mr. Marriott at headquarters. And as I'm scrolling through my on this day, I saw that, oh my God, it was just two years ago. No, it was three years ago, three years ago, that very same day that I thought my life was over and my job was eliminated at Keelan Cove. And three years later, 
I had become a general manager. I had one general manager of the year and now I was going to meet Mr. Marriott Idol. <laughs> so that day became my national day of new beginnings. That is it a terrifying ending or is it a beautiful beginning? I wrote an article on LinkedIn about that. And then last year on this day, I launched my website for the Wise Pineapple and opened up pre-sales for my book, Yes is the Answer. And this year on this day, I started a new virtual classes um, online learning. So it's a big day for me. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's congratulations, by the way. And that's actually very, very timely um, just because there's so much uncertainty out there right now. And there are many people who have... Uh, who are unfortunately going through what you went through in 2011 yes. right now. And they feel like there's a lot of uncertainty and it's just, it's reassuring to show people that there is hope that there is future and you never know where you're going to be in one, two and three years from now. Absolutely. And honestly, I've, I've probably shared this article privately with hundreds of people recently because of everything that's going on because I know their pain and how scary this is and and people I mean people didn't just leave a job they left families I mean our little hotel families we're, we're family it's heartbreaking and I get it so I share this story because it, when you're in the moment it's hard to see the beautiful beginning that's about to happen but it's there trust me and you will you will get through it. So I, as a matter of fact, because today is that day, I'm going to share on social media the article again and just the message that that next is going to be beautiful. You're okay. <laughs> well, Christine, you brought up social media. As we wrap up the the interview today, if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to reach you? Oh, perfect. Yeah, well, um, you can uh, find me at my website. Uh, thewisepineapple.com, thewisepineapple.com. And I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. You can catch me at any of those social outlets and um, just DM me, message me, however you'd like. I'd love to connect with you. And the, and the book is on Amazon. Or if you reach out to me, I'm happy to sign a copy and uh, um, send it to you. <laughs> Terrific. Again, Christine, fantastic conversation. Great takeaways. And again, congratulations on your day of new beginnings. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Best of luck to you, Christine. Have a great day. Thank you guys. Have a great day yourselves. And thanks for having me on. I really had fun. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Hospitality One-to-One -one podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for more stories and conversations with the best in the hospitality industry.